Hey friends, welcome to The Social Society. We are the modern day marketing agency that has quite literally turned the branding world upside down. Over the past several years, we have been traveling the world, working with trailblazers and industry innovators. But our secret is our team. We are about to give you the inside scoop into what we do and who we are. So get comfy, grab a drink of choice, and be ready for some mic drop moments. Welcome back to The Social Society. We are talking today all about how to recharge your creative battery. Kyle's doing it right now. So this is an important topic, I think, because, you know, in order to continue to create, especially when you're creating like for other people, with other people, it's so important that you know how your creative battery works and how you can charge it efficiently and when you need to charge it and just being conscious of what you need to do to keep it full so that you have the abundance of creativity rather than creating from depletion, which I think we've all felt at some point. So what do you have to say on this, Kyle? How do you recharge your creative battery? Um, I like to be around other creatives and seeing other people creating. One of my favorite places to go is the music studio uh, with someone that I know. That's I, I know a lot of musicians in Louisville and a lot of uh, singers. And, and, and so being able to go in a music studio with one of them while they're creating uh, gives me a really creative boost or like um, recently going to that art show that we've talked about uh, Shepard Ferry, who's a big artist worldwide was in Louisville doing an art installation. One of my favorite artists got to go and meet him and seeing all the other artists being in that atmosphere period. Um, I used to pre pandemic. I primarily worked at coffee shops for that reason. Cause just being you're a big energy person. You yeah. can feel when you're around other creativities and they are creating, you can feel that energy and coffee shops are full of creating. Like everybody's in there creating something, right? Somebody's in there working on homework, but they're creating, you know, their short paper or you got a pastor in there writing a sermon for Sunday. And then you got an artist that's doodling in his book. And then you have all of these different, you know, maybe a, a photographer's editing. So I would, so that that's kind of just being immersed around other creatives and being able to feel their energy kind of like raises my energy if it's been depleted. I love that. See, it's really interesting. I'm glad we're having this conversation because I feel like I'm the opposite of that. Mm, yeah. When I, and I don't know if it's again, an energy thing or me absorbing someone else's ideas or like their energy. I actually have to like fully deplete mine. Like I have to go off on my own. Like I used to start this thing years ago where I would go to hotels and I called them like createations or staycations. And I would go there by myself, just somewhere in Louisville, like somewhere local, just for at least 24 hours to be by myself and like let every stimulation go away, every energy of other people and it was then that like the ideas would come to me so it's really mm. interesting i think it's, it's the opposite like to know how your battery works like yeah. it's so important you know yeah what about you melissa well it's interesting because mine is both so one of my favorite things to do is meet another creative at a coffee shop and just talk shop so mm. sometimes it's not really bouncing around ideas it's just sharing the common stories we have as creatives as business owners um you know, just having that other person there that kind of understands, you know, what it's like to be a creative, what it's like to, you know, 
come up with new new inspiration, new yeah. ideas, all the creative things. But then sometimes it's the opposite where I do have to go away, kind of like you were talking about, Haley, and just have quiet. It used to be it was like a hotel, you know, when I was my kids were at home and I had a busy home. Now my home is very quiet. So now it's just like being home all day with nothing else going on and kind of decompressing. So mine's a little bit of of both of those things. But something I miss that's changed a little bit during, you know, after COVID and all the things is we used to have all these industry parties or industry gatherings in Louisville. And I don't know if there haven't been as many or if I just haven't been kind of plugged in, but that is something I really miss. That was so much fun when that was kind of like, I don't know, that was kind of the vibe a few years before COVID. Yeah. And I miss that because it's just sharing that energy is very inspiring and very a few, like a recharge for sure. So how like do you know when you need, like, how do you know when you need time away and how do you know when you need to be around other people? Do you have a sense? Yeah. That? I mean, I think it's when I feel tired, I just need to be home where it's quiet and kind of reground, you know, with my, my, my home, my husband, yeah. my family. But then sometimes it's like not really being in a creative rut or maybe just really just needing that stimulation or company um, or just energy of other creatives because there's really nothing like it. It's like on the way down here today, Haley and I were having all these ideas yes. and it's just invigorating. It's like now I'm energetic to like, oh, we can do this. Let's do this. Let's, you know, shoot to manifest this client or this company. And it's like, it's really, it's recharging too because now I have all these other things. I want to do this. And it's just sharing in that energy alone can be really recharging, I think, as a creative. So I'm curious, did you guys, was there, like, how did you figure it out? Because I'm thinking even for myself, like, how do you learn what your battery needs? It's the way you feel after. Yeah. You know, just talking shop with another photographer. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I think experimenting for sure. And then that that energy, I I used to be an extrovert, so I wanted people Mm -hmm. around. So, and creatives, I remember even when I, my very first job as a creative, I started a, a thing it was called the gathering but it was uh where creatives uh, i was working full-time at a church as their head creative like over creativity and i got all you know what if you would consider yourself creative come to this thing it was called the gathering and we would i would have like a guest speaker talk and then but mainly it would just be a time of like where we could create stuff together maybe or just communicate mm-hmm. like you because it, it's Getting those people together, I think I found early on that I create my best work whenever I like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm immersed in that. And then also if I'm creating other stuff that I'm not getting paid to create Mm. helps me to be more creative as well. So um, the disco cow that I'm creating right now, or if it's a painting or or anything that, um, you know, so if I'm doing something other than video and photo, then that helps me be more creative in video and photo too. I'm not going to elaborate yeah. on Disco Cow either. I'm just leaving yeah. that in there. They got to figure you it gotta, out one day. Follow me and you'll exactly. figure out about Disco Cow. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait for Disco Cow. But that is a good point. I do think that is another thing that charges my batteries is doing something different, like mm-hmm. a different form of creativity. So, you know, whether that's painting or like for me, like sometimes it's dancing or like music or trying new food. Like, you know, just things that just kind of expand you in different ways. Decorating. Yeah, I love yeah. decorating. Yeah, I, I really you. do. Yeah. And so for me, that's like, you know, when you're trying to create in one way all the time, I think that's when you start to box yourself in. 
and just you're right I love that you said like not to monetize some things you know like just being like okay, I'm just doing this for fun just for me and we live in such a capitalistic society that it's it's hard. Like yeah. a lot of times we're like, oh, as soon as you find that you're good at a hobby, you're like, how can I make money off this oh. hobby, right? You got to start the, right. the vinyl business on the side because you vinyled one cup. Yes. Like it's, it, and sometimes you don't have to do that. It's good to just have something that you can just go do and say, you know, forget everything. I can lose myself in this. Kind of remember why you started. Right. Yeah. Like how you felt before you were really experienced in your craft and in your, your career. Like, why did you do it? What made you you hungry to begin with? So good. I still love my magazines. Like I always say that I got my Mm. education and in style magazine. It was obsessed and like, bridal magazines growing up I collected them and like sometimes I like to just go buy a magazine and still look at the magazine just you know yeah you do just to be creative I love my magazine still and I think being mind content whatever form Mm -hmm. it's in can be a huge form of inspiration and even Mm -hmm. refuel your creativity if you're being mindful of the type of content like a magazine, put down your phone and go pick up something like a magazine or go to an art gallery or Pinterest is a good mm-hmm, place yeah. to just get lost. And, you know, cause I think I'm, my Instagram is a really good feed for me mm-hmm. for, for creativity because of the accounts that I follow. They're all, you know, True. the algorithm is kind of good for me right now to yeah. be inspired um, with, with good people. But so content, I understand it can be good. So being conscious of your intake, right? Or like, like conscious of what you're right. absorbing. Yeah. Or like travel. Like our last day in oh, Paris, yes. after we did the photo shoot with Kyle and Amanda, we found this incredible cafe. And we didn't have very much time at all. It was like a cafe, museum. Like, what would you even describe? Like, it had these sneakers and... Kith. It was Kith. It was oh, the, okay. the, the Kith, who's a big fashion oh. designer. It was their store, and it was so it was creative, the way that things were displayed. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, we were so mad that we had to, like, run yeah. in and out. We were like, like oh, we could have spent so it. long yeah. in there. But, like, places like that, just getting lost in culture and... Oh, of course, so Paris true. is the most inspiring place. Paris New York was. City. Yeah. I can't wait to go to New York now after Ugh. feeling, because pa- like being it. around that creative energy, mm-hmm. Paris had that creative energy. Everybody had yes. style. Everybody. Everybody. The houseless folk had more mm-hmm. style than people that are write style blogs in America. <laughs> so, so we're now accepting applications for yes. New York brand immersion. Right. New yes. York brand immersion. Come on. <laughs> yes. I need that we energy. We create magic there. Oh, we will. Yes. Just there. being in that space and energy in that city is so inspiring. It was always my place. Like when my kids were little and I would visit my cousin in the city, I would wait for him to get off work. I'd fly in early Friday morning, get off work. He would get off work Friday afternoon. I would just sit there and just be there. Like, I wouldn't even go anywhere. Yeah. Just sit there and just take everything in. I've so heard much of people that go to airports and train stations. Mm-hmm. It was a podcast I was listening to a long time ago, a creative that said that they like to go to airports and train stations and they like to watch human interaction mm-hmm. because the human interaction in those two places is so different than anywhere else. And they like to just watch that. And that's a way that they refuel their creativity. Mm -hmm. I thought it was very interesting. He's a musician. They said they do. We revolutionized the branding world with our private brand immersions. And now we are doing the same thing with course creation. In today's fast paced world, it's more crucial than ever to diversify your income streams. 
And what better way to do that than by turning your unique expertise and ideas into a profitable online course. We now offer three done for you options to get that course idea out of your head and into the hands of your audience. Click the link in our show notes to book a call with our team and learn all about how you can start earning some passive income. Is there a certain creative um, like thing that you want to try out that you haven't tried out? Like, Do you guys have like something that you're wanting to lean into more or something that you've maybe wanted to try but you never have? Hmm. There is someone that I want to shoot with. And she's offering a workshop, so I just sent my deposit in a few days ago. Oh, And the cool nice. thing about it is, I've, I don't know that she's done them before. I've kind of watched and waited. And I think the, I'm the first person that signed up for it. It was an absolute yes for me. But her stuff is very emotion. So she's not got like a shot list of what we're going to do. It's on the Oregon coast. And it is going to be amazing. Everything she does is emotion. She does amazing self-portraits. But I just want to learn with her because there's such a strong emotional reaction to everything she does. And she does more than self-portraits. It's like relationship, even just her portraits of like one single subject is very emotion evoking. So that's something that I haven't done. Like I've studied with child photographers and wedding photographers, but like someone who just shoots in such a raw way. And I think that will be such a cool thing to bring back to 100 so much of our work is emotion you know Mm -hmm. like our clients we really do they they trust us and they they Mm -hmm. let us see their soul and their their feelings and i think we do a good job of capturing that but it'll be really interesting to like hear what you bring back so we'll have to do a follow-up episode i'm excited and she's like somebody i've admired because she's so different than like my photos it's it's the total like just it's just totally different and so I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. The Oregon Coast. Good for you. I mean, and yeah. see, I think that's also a key thing. Like, as you're listening to this, like, invest in your creativity. You I was never know enough. At the same right? time. Right. I was and you're never creative too. enough. And, like, it's really easy to kind of, like, you don't mean to, but you get in that, like, here's how my brain works. Yes. Or here's what I'm seeing all the time. Mm-hmm. And being around other creatives or just expanding in your, even in your industry or your mm-hmm. expertise, but, like, to see it from a different angle is, like, yes, important. Yes. I, I think that learning that, your creativity will get depleted if you are not growing in your yes. creativity very fast. You'll get stagnant, find yourself in a box, you'll hate life. And it's hard because it's very easy to get complacent, mm-hmm. especially when you figure out what works, right? I know to use right. this, I know yes. to use this, I know to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's easy just to do those things. But then if you're just doing those things, it'll be like, oh my gosh. I'm it's like boring so sex tired. versus yeah. shaking it up. Right. <laughs> you have to learn and you can't grow. just do the same thing over and over again. Right, Kyle? Right. You gotta. <laughs> Amanda laughed a little bit there. <laughs> Even if you gotta just make the lights red one time. I don't know. Just do switch it up a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, creativity, like no joke though, it's life force, right? Yeah. Like it really yes. is connected to your sexual expression. Your, I mean, like it's all, yeah. and I think like, yeah, I don't know. I just went there with sex, but yeah, no, for sure, for sure. For me, the, something that that I want to do is um, is like I I like to paint, and that's always been something that. But I like large scale painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've I've made murals, and I've even done like graffiti style murals where I'll like do people's names. But I've always just used paint to do that, paint brushes, 
And I would really like over the course of this next year to like learn how to use spray paint in an artistic way, not like tagging graffiti, although I do like that expression of art as well, but like doing more like a, a large style mural where I'm using spray paint as the main medium and like figuring out how the different caps make different flows of paint. And that that's something that I'm really, really interested in learning um, I've wanted to my entire life, so I'm, I'm getting old. My arthritis may set in, and I may not be able to push the gaps <laughs> here too long. So I just use a different finger. Yeah. <laughs> you'll get creative again. Yeah. <laughs> use your nose, you'll figure it out. I think for me, it's I don't know if it's something new. I just really want to lean into the design. Mm-hmm. Like I do, like physically, like seeing expressions in my house and different things. So, I mean, I think. A dream of mine or something I'm going to be creating is like whether that's a rental property or an Airbnb but I see it being very different I see it being like a creative evolving space that people can come in and like use that energy and like changing it up changing how it looks Mm -hmm. because just the act of design is something that I desire and enjoy doing and that'd be such a cool like uh thing to have you know to have like an airbnb that's different every every few you know three to six months and then you get to come back when you're back in town you you know that's cool well and it's kind of like pays tribute to like that's a big part of my journey was kind of retreating off to spaces to create so like creating a haven where people can come in and create whether they're writing a book or recording podcasts or whatever that might be and then having that space like evolve and change I think would be something we need that I, really space. I love that if we have any it's investors happening. out so there <laughs> it's so you yes well you want to draw a card yes Kyle you get to draw your turn oh I don't know if I've ever have I drawn a card we'll have, to, we'll have to go back on the tapes I think I have one time on the pod yeah okay oh what is your favorite book and why? This is a good one for creativity. The Alchemist. I, 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 yeah, I was going to take say it that. from you. Really? No, well, actually, actually, that is my not my favorite. It's one of my favorite. I have my favorite, but that's the, the first one that came to me. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's more, but I think it was just a pivotal like moment for me, you know, and like just that understanding of the nuances of life and listening to the omens as they mm-hmm. call it, and just and it was. I love the way it's a story. And it's not mm-hmm. like a self-help book where it's like, do this, this, this. Oh, yeah. You would actually really like it. Oh, and it's like a... Yeah. So good. Yeah, you should definitely read, read it. So The maybe. Alchemist. Maybe. I like how he's honest. It's, I'll read it. It's hard to maybe. get me to read. So I, I, I want to be a reader. It is a short And I read, read a lot, yeah. but I, I can't read. I don't read books a lot. I read a lot of blogs. Mm-hmm. I read a lot of information on the internet, but it's hard for me to... She, Amanda always tells me, she's like, you do read. You just don't read books. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's okay, right? Like, yeah. know your... Again, know yourself. Yeah. Um, Mine is the power of broke. The power, oh, power of broke. I've never read that book either. Love I haven't book. read that book. I love it so much. It's basically just stories of people and their wow. success stories, and just how that power of being broke, mm. or you know, you learn more about yourself when you're hungry or you're in pain and you're broke. You know, yeah. so it some amazing stories, and I read it at a time in my life where. I got a lot out of it and I got a lot of, um, oh, what's the word for it? Just got a lot of grit, not grit. What's the word? What's the word? Like determination. Yeah. Just a lot of energy from it to do better and be better. And I was at a time in my life where I could relate to it. And, um, yeah, it just, it really touched me. 
I've taken that book and I've bought it for people. I've shared my copy and bought another copy and given it away. And there's just a lot you can learn when you're not in the best place in your life. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Pressure's on, Kyle. So 99% of the books I've read in my life were assigned to me to read as, you know, for school mm-hmm. or whatever. So Which makes it no fun. Yeah. I ha- like there's Great. very few things that I've read outside of like being forced to read this book. Um, but the last book that I read that I couldn't put down was I Am Malala. Because uh, I, I love her story, Malala Yousafzai. Mm. I don't know yes. how to say it. Um, so I love her story and, and how she came to America and, and everything mm. that she overcame. And that was remarkable. But growing up, a book that I was forced to read probably like four times in like four different years of schooling, but it was Lord of the Flies. And I just always loved that book and mm. about those wild boys and, and kind of how they... You know, they were on this abandoned island and, and when all hope was lost, but they figured out a way to, to come together. And, and I just always thought as a kid that would be cool to be like lost on an island with a whole bunch of kids. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Like, that, cool. and that, that, that book was just always like one of my favorites growing up. So I don't know. I'm getting ready to read that Jay Shetty book, though. So we'll yes. see. Maybe, maybe that will come yes. to the top I'm gonna of the list. I'm going to read that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read that one. There's a lot of good books. Yeah. I have a habit of starting them and then not finishing them. So mm-hmm. I have a collection of half-read books. <laughs> Wherever you're listening to this podcast, drop below your favorite book yeah. so we can check those out. Because obviously, I haven't read it. <laughs> yeah, we could definitely post this in the stories. I'd love to definitely. hear different book recommendations. Because yeah. both of your alls I had mm-hmm. never heard before. So You've never heard of Lord of the Flies? Well, no, I've heard of Lord <laughs> of the Flies. <laughs> you not read But that? I don't know that I've read I it, to read be it. honest. I yeah. I've heard of it. But I, I don't know how. I don't know if it was just me in the programs that I was in and switching schools, but I, I feel like I read it like four times in wow. school. Like, I feel like there was like four years in a row where I'm like, this again? Mm-hmm. Like, I got to read this again? But It stuck with yeah. you, though. It did. I always yeah. liked it. I've seen the movie. Um, oh, Indian in the Cupboard. That was another one of my favorites as a kid. I like that one. That's my favorite. That had to do with creativity. I love it. Boom. All right. See you guys next week. (laughs) Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, let's move this relationship to the next level. The friend zone, baby. Head to the show notes and click the link to join our close friends list where you will gain access to knowing where we are, all our adventures, and exclusive pop-up offers at locations around the world. Plus, we hold nothing back on our close friend stories on IG. See you there.